exciting at Carpet Design. Every Saturday from 10 to 3, take 20% off on flooring in the warehouse. Large selection, too. Free estimates, 643 Riverside Street, Carpet Design. Parker Mellinger provides business advisory services tailored for you specifically to help your business become compliant, tax-efficient, organized, and strategically aligned with your goals. Think of us as part of your team. You will rest more comfortably knowing that you are covering all of your financial bases and making informed decisions. Contact us today, Parker Mellinger. Our focus is where you're going, not where you've been. Rackleton's Fine Food and Spirits for dinner tonight. How about Andy's Chilled Pasta Salad with shells, lemon basil aioli, oven dried tomatoes and breaded chicken or the frack burger a six ounce hand patted beef with avocado spread bacon butter lettuce thousand island and brioche bun or try our tenderloin filet bacon onion gorgonzola sauce sweet potato pave spinach chiffon day be sure to ask your server about frackleton's wine pairings for your selection You bagged your trophy elk. Now imagine having its ivory handcrafted into the perfect piece of jewelry. At Legacy Diamond and Gems, their in-house jewelers can take your memory of the big hunt and preserve it into fine pieces of jewelry to last generations. Using your imagination, the skilled jewelers at Legacy Diamond and Gems can create something truly exceptional. Visit them at 11 North Main Street or online at LegacyDiamondGems.com. Hurry in now. Are you a Main Street business in Sheridan that's concerned about the upcoming Main Street road construction project? Have you thought about how you're going to keep folks coming to your location? Why not use the radio that you're listening to right now? Let people know that you're open or about any special deals you're running. Sheridan Media is currently running advertising specials for any Main Street business located between Dow and Coffeen from April to October during the duration of the construction season. We also have special rates for the Country Bounty. If you want to learn more, and you know that you do, contact me, Aaron Linden, at 752-5961. Or me, Sue Engelhart, at 763-0097 for more information. Sheridan Media is an employee-owned, Sheridan-based company that cares deeply about Sheridan. And we want to do what we can to keep the community moving during this time. We look forward to speaking to you about this exciting opportunity. Wyoming Corporate Office is the trusted business choice behind thousands of businesses. Whether it's business formation, payroll, corporate paperwork, mail scanning service, or small business phone service, Wyoming Corporate Office powers over 100,000 businesses worldwide and locally. This makes Wyoming Corporate Office the state's largest business-to-business service provider located right here in Sheridan, Wyoming. If you're drowning in corporate paperwork looking for someone with an unmatched experience that cares and wants to be your partner in making your business successful, trust that Wyoming Corporate Office can help you focus on what makes your business tick. Learn more today by visiting wyomingcorporateoffice.com. This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program, brought to you by First Federal Bank and Trust. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd Whitey. Good morning and welcome to Public Pulse. Make-A-Wish creates life-changing wishes for children with critical illnesses. Headquartered in Phoenix, Arizona, Make-A-Wish is the world's leading children's wish-granting organization, operating in every community in the United States and in nearly 50 other countries worldwide. Since 1980, Make-A-Wish has granted more than 520,000 wishes worldwide, more than 350,000 wishes here in the U.S. and its territories. Since its inception in 1985, Make-A-Wish Wyoming has been able to positively impact 700 Wyoming wishes for kids right here at home. Joining me this morning is the Chief Executive Officer from Make-A-Wish Wyoming, Morgan Polachek. Good morning, ma'am, and welcome to the show. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Now, 700 wishes, that's a lot of kids, uh, uh, quite a benchmark for the organization. Yeah, it's a milestone that we're really excited to celebrate. Um, you know, I think on one hand, it's, I think, hard to hear that there have been that many kids going through, um, you know, having to fight critical illnesses. 
Um, but the fact is that each of those kids would have had to go through that regardless of whether or not Make-A-Wish existed. And I just think it's really incredible that over the last 37, 38 years, thousands of people across the state have come together to help us bring hope and joy at a time when it's needed most for these kids. It's a really exciting milestone. Now, can you give us just a, a share, maybe an example of uh, one of these wishes that kind of took took a lot to get done? Yeah. Um, so <laughs> all of the wishes take really a whole team of people to make each one possible. Um, as you can imagine, some are a little bit more straightforward than others, but for any wish we grant, you know, it, it starts with someone referring that child. Um, and then from there, it's, you know, our staff and we have volunteers across the state, uh, board, donors, um, community partners who are experts in their field that, that can help us put together a wish. Um, you know, it, our, our shopping spree wishes maybe take a little bit less um, support than, for example, a couple years ago in Sheridan, we granted a bat cave wish. And so, as you can imagine, um, any type of structure playhouse wish definitely takes a larger team of people to put that together as well. Um, but we've granted so many different wishes over the years, some as simple as a bike and some as, a, as complex as a treehouse in a child's yard that has no trees. So <laughs> we never know what kids might dream up, what they might wish for. Um, and again, I think we're just really fortunate to have folks all over the state who time and time again are willing to come together to make that child's dream a reality. It's one of the greatest parts about the organization. Uh, the imagination of a child goes big. It goes big. So uh, being able to come together as a team and accomplish these big, big dreams is an absolute achievement. And, and so what are the processes that Make-A-Wish follows to make these wishes come true for children? How do you find your resources? How do you find these great people in the community who have the ability to go into a bedroom and make it into the Batcave? So I think, you know, we're fortunate in Wyoming is that, you know, it's really, as it's been said, it's a small town with long roads in between. And, you know, people are always uh, willing to introduce us to someone else who might be able to help us with that next wish. However, it also does present its challenges because sometimes the folks who are able to help with a certain wish type might live on the other side of the state from where that child is. And so sometimes it's figuring out how to make that happen, and sometimes it's finding someone new in that community who can, who can partner with us. So sometimes it's sort of piecemealing things together. It's a lot of phone calls and a lot, <laughs> a lot of research, but we're just always looking for people who want to partner with us in different ways to help grant a wish. Um, and I do think in Wyoming we're really fortunate that people are are much more often saying yes than saying no, which is pretty wonderful. Now, Morgan, how do you get your referrals? Is this uh, the type of situation mm -hmm. where someone just sees a situation, they see the child, and then they shoot you an email, maybe give you a call? Yeah, there's there's a few different ways that that we receive referrals and. We do know that every year we're missing kids across the state who are eligible for a wish and just aren't getting referred to us. And I think that's mostly because there's still a lot of misconceptions about the children that we serve. I think a lot of people think of Make-A-Wish only serving children with terminal conditions, and that's not true. So any child between the ages of two and a half and 18 with a critical illness is eligible for a wish. And critical illnesses include a wide variety of medical conditions. It includes all types of cancer, even up to a year after the child's gone into remission because of the risk that's still there. It also includes things like transplants, heart, kidney, liver, bone marrow transplants, conditions like Duchenne's muscular dystrophy or Huntington's disease, and hundreds and hundreds of other medical conditions. Um, it's it's astounding to me how many rare medical conditions are out there. Um, I've been with the organization for 13 years, and and every every year we have a handful of kids who have conditions that I've never heard of. Um, we always work closely with a child's physician to determine their eligibility um, because we aren't medical professionals here on staff, and so we always work closely with their physician. 
And so we'd always encourage anybody who knows of a child who might be eligible um, to contact our office to learn more. There's also more information on our website about specific conditions as well. But we'd always rather someone call and check and see versus, you know, assuming that it is or is not eligible. Um, So sometimes we get family friends who call. Um, A lot of times it's parents, um, grandparents. Um, obviously any nurse, doctor, social worker can also refer. Um, but again, I think too, with not having a children's hospital in Wyoming, you know, our kids are, all of our families have to go out of state for treatment. A lot of them go to Denver or Salt Lake, but sometimes they go as far as Seattle or Texas or Tennessee. Um, we really do see families go all over the country for treatment. And I think sometimes, you know, the the doctors in those treating facilities assume that someone back home is referring them to Make-A-Wish and their, you know, pediatrician here in Wyoming assumes that the specialist is referring them. And so I think sometimes in the midst of all of that back and forth and treatments and surgeries, um, sometimes we miss kids. And, and that's our vision is to reach every eligible child in the state. Um, but we need we need more awareness of who's eligible, and we need people to call us and let us know when there's a child in your community that might be eligible. So really, the rule of thumb here should be, uh, if, if you think they're eligible, call, email, contact yes. you in, in mm-hmm. any way that they can. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And like I said, there is more information um, on our website, wyoming.wish.org. If there's, you know, a specific condition that you want to look up before you call us, that's fine too. But, um, you know, we're never, never afraid to talk to anybody about a condition and, and tell you if we think it might be eligible. And sometimes we don't know until we talk to the doctor, but we're always willing to put in that referral and see, see what they say. Now, Morgan, you have a, a fantastic job, but I imagine it, it comes with its own price. What inspired you to accept this position as the CEO of Make-A-Wish Wyoming? You know, it's, it's one of those things that, you know, I think things work out the way they're supposed to. I think this is, you know, where I'm meant to be. My first experience with Make-A-Wish was actually when I was in high school, we have a program called the Kids for Wish Kids program, and it's primarily student councils at high schools, although we do have some middle schools and elementaries around the state that participate as well. Um, but they do fundraising for Make-A-Wish, and I chaired our fundraising my senior year of high school, and we raised enough to grant a wish that year. And, you know, that was really moving to me to be able to be a part of something like that. Um, And then I went off to college and never really planned on going into nonprofit. um, But I very much think the stars aligned at the right time. Um, So I worked a few other places first, um, but, you know, had the opportunity to start at Make-A-Wish part-time actually 13 years ago. And then 10 years ago, um, had the opportunity to apply for this role and, it's just been such a blessing. I feel like it, it's an amazing job, but I feel like in so many ways, I've, I think I've learned more from our wish kids than I've learned doing anything else. Um, you know, when you meet with whether it's a 16 year old or a five year old who is going through something that most of us could never imagine, um, you know, our kids are going through something that most adults have never had to deal with something like that before. And of course, depending on the child's age, they have maybe a different understanding of, of what that looks like and what, you know, what's at stake there. But, you know, a 16-year-old certainly knows <laughs> what what they're facing. And you meet with these kids and you, I can still remember the first wish kid I ever met and she was 16 and her name was Brooke um, and she was fighting cancer. And I just expected to meet this child that would be, I guess, fragile, you know, someone who's undergoing treatment for cancer. I just had that expectation in my head. I think a lot of people would. Yeah. And I remember arriving at her house and, you know, being greeted by her mom and us going to their kitchen table. And there's this, this 16 year old there who had lost all of her hair, which, you know, high school is hard enough as it is, um, but to be a a teenage girl and to lose all of your hair. Sorry, I'm getting a little emotional. It's Um, okay. It's okay. She was, She was the epitome of strength. She, I mean, was undergoing such harsh treatments, 
but you would have never in just talking to her the the lightness and the the energy and just the strength was so inspiring to me um and her wish she wanted to go and see the great barrier reef um but her her doctors didn't know if she would be strong enough to be able to actually go scuba diving to actually see it and again, that inner strength, she, she told them, oh, yes, I will be strong enough by that. And, like, her determination to get her body strong enough to be able to do that. Um, you know, her mom even talked about how, you know, she felt like that helped her get through some of those treatments. And, you know, just that I think treatments can wear kids out sometimes. And just to have that boost and that goal of, you know, no, I'm going to go see the Great Barrier Reef. And she did and had just an amazing time and um she's actually we've stayed in touch and she's um, been in remission now for for years um, which is always what we like to hear oh, beautiful. um and now she's actually in medical school becoming a doctor so that she can help other kids too which i think is pretty cool morgan that is a beautiful story and, and it is absolutely inspiring uh you know i don't think a lot of people think on make a wish as as an organization that not only, um, you know, brings these fantastic wishes to kids or takes kids to these fantastic destinations or individuals that they would like to meet, but it gives them strength, uh, like in that young girl's situation, giving me a reason, yeah. you know, to, to get up and, and fight mm-hmm. a little bit harder so that I can go see whatever it is I want to go see. And, and it's absolutely beautiful to hear. Uh, on that, we're going to have more with the executive officer from Make-A-Wish Wyoming when we return after this. This is Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Share it. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 in a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, the Sheridan County Justice Office will be receiving these funds for random drawing. Could your organization be next? We're giving $1,000 to a qualified nonprofit organization every week. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment, member FDIC. Kurt Smith here for the Sheridan Commercial Company. Our True Value Paint Department has so much to offer when it comes to painting. Whether you need help with customized color matching or choosing a paint color combination, our True Value Paint Department can help you get started. We offer a full line of True Value and PPG paints, plus all of the accessories you need to get those brushes rolling. Great paint, great store. The Sheridan Commercial Company opens seven days a week at 303 Broadway. This is Ken here at Prime Rate Motors. We understand everybody's situation is different. Not everyone that comes to Prime Rate Motors is looking for a new vehicle. We also sell and install GR brand flatbed conversions and Krogman bale feeders. Looking for a trailer? We offer a complete line of GR, Wilson, Merritt, flatbed, stock trailers, even tandem axle enclosed cargo trailers. Stop in, let's work something out. Here at Prime Rate Motors, the Super Trailer Store, or PrimeRateMotors.com. Your locally owned McDonald's is looking for a general manager, owner Larry Storrow. Bob, as general manager, you'll be responsible for helping lead as well as hire and develop all employees. You will work with the management team to set goals and create a plan to achieve these goals. A background in quick service restaurants is strongly desired or experience in hospitality or retail. You will help guide the entire operation for success. Apply for this general manager position online at mchire.com. That's mchire.com. It's your comfort zone, your place to unwind. So why not have it be exactly how you want it? That's right, it's time to spruce up your home. If you're thinking about countertop remodeling in your kitchen, bar, or bathroom, think ahead and plan now so when you're ready for the big remodel, the big remodel will be ready for you. Sheridan Custom Stone is the most experienced locally owned stone countertop contractor in town, so that means top shelf work and great customer service. Visit Sheridan Custom Stone at 1765 South Sheridan Avenue today to start your dream project. This time of year, window chips can crack out easily with the changing temperatures. You hit an unexpected pothole, a window can crack out. We can help. Hi, this is Cindy from Novus Auto Glass. We want to help you save money by getting your chips fixed right away. 
Stop in or call today to make an appointment. In most cases, we can get you in the same day. Novus Autoglass, 347 North Main, 672-0139. And welcome back to Public Pulse, proudly brought to you by our friends out there at First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting. My guest this morning is the Chief Executive Officer from Make-A-Wish Wyoming, Morgan Polichick. Now, since its inception in 1985, Make-A-Wish Wyoming has been able to positively impact the lives of 700 children here in the Cowboy State. Morgan, how many wishes are currently in the works here in Wyoming? Right now, we have 42 wishes in progress across the state of Wyoming. Um, And when I say across the state, I mean across the state. Um, When I look at the map of where all of our kids live, I mean, it's from Edmonton to Newcastle, Jackson to Laramie, Cheyenne to Sheridan, up to Powell, um, literally all corners of the state. We have wishes in progress right now. And so there are some right here in our area. Yes, we do. We have um, right now. We have two kids in Sheridan and one kiddo in Buffalo. Now, if you were to approximate the the most wanted trip or the the most desired wish, I guess we could say that you've seen so far in your career, what would that be? Is it is it going to Disneyland? <laughs> Yes, it's. Uh, I think that's probably no surprise to most people that Disney World, Disneyland, um, still continues to be one of the most popular choices, not just for our Wyoming kids, but for kids across the country. Um, and fortunately, we do have a really good partnership with Disney, um, which is wonderful in, as far as getting park tickets and all of that. Um, of course, we still have to pay for the airfare and lodging and meals and travel costs um, that are incurred. But um, I think people also don't realize about our Disney wishes is that it's not as if you or I were going to Disney World. Um, our wish kids really get an extra special experience when they go to Disney, um, right down to where they get to stay. So they get to stay at a place called Give Kids the World Village, and it's this remarkable um, resort, really, and it's only for WISH families. Um, So we can't stay there. We could volunteer there. It's almost entirely volunteer-run, which is pretty neat as well. Um, But I describe it as, you know, it's kind of right out of a Dr. Seuss book, almost, um, of what you would envision. Um, So it's, you know, they have a life-size version of Candyland. Um, Every family gets their own villa to stay in, and they're all very colorful. Um, You know, this one might be yellow with a blue roof, and that one's green with an orange roof. Um, They do Christmas every Thursday. You eat lunch at a gingerbread house. There's an ice cream parlor open for breakfast. Um, It's just this really magical place that our wish families get to stay. Um, Sometimes our kids come back from their Disney wishes and they miss Give Kids the World Village even more than they miss Disney. Um, But even at the parks, you know, our our kids a lot of times get to go to the front of the line and um, just get that extra special treatment at Disney, which is pretty wonderful as well. The executive treatment. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> the executive yes. treatment. Now, uh, if if someone has a child in our area in mind and, and they're listening to the show, can you tell me how they can contact you and what information they would need to have? Yeah, so they can call our office, 307-234-9474, or they can go online and email us, um, whatever works best for them. And really for that initial conversation, um, it's just, you know, making sure that we understand the child's age, do they fit within our age criteria, and then understanding what that medical condition is. Again, some are very straightforward, like our cancer transplants. Um, We have a whole list of primary medical conditions that always qualify. 
And then if it's one of those conditions that sometimes qualifies, um, obviously we'll just have to dig in a little bit more there too. Um, and if it's not the parents who are making the phone call, we just need um, permission to be able to connect with the parents. So we don't just call people out of the blue. Um, we need we need that permission first that it's okay for us to call and connect with them and, and talk about referring their child. Um, so that's just kind of one other step if it's not the parents calling themselves. Now, uh, how can the public help you guys out? And, and how, how can we contribute to the effort to make some of these dreams come true? Yeah, there's so many ways to be involved, um, just depending on what folks are interested in. You can volunteer with us. Um, so we have wish-granting volunteers. We have about 60 wish-granting volunteers across the state um, who are just the most incredible group of people. Um, we have some really wonderful volunteers in in Sheridan, we actually have um, Jennifer Askmit up there who is celebrating her 20th year in volunteering with us, which is just so incredible to see um, someone's dedication over that longevity is, is pretty neat. Um, and our volunteers are really kind of our boots on the ground across the state. Um, you know, it's a big state to cover, and our volunteers are the ones who are getting to meet face-to-face with those families um, and walk through that wish discovery process with the child. You know, some kids know right away what their wish is, and some kids need a little bit more time to dream. Um, and either way, you know, our volunteers get to kind of work through that with them. We have wish discovery tools and the volunteers help with that and obviously a little bit of paperwork and that side of things. And then our volunteers also get to help plan our what we call wish booths, which are just fun little things that the wish kid might not be expecting and just fun little things along their journey. Um, so we'll do like a little sneak peek or a wish celebration, um, different different things like that. So our volunteers um, really are, are kind of our boots on the ground and really we couldn't, we would not have been able to get to 700 wishes without so many volunteers over the years who really helped um, pretty significantly. So volunteering is always a really great way to get involved. Um, but we also recognize that it's not for everyone because it, it can be emotional. You know, the work we do is emotional and, um, you know, not everybody feels comfortable with that. Um, and I guess I didn't mention earlier, but I, I will say that most of our kids are doing really well. Again, people have that misconception of terminal conditions and that's that's not true. Um, you know, all of our kids are fighting very serious, very critical illnesses. Um, but fortunately, a lot of them are doing very well. Um, a lot of them, you know, will respond to treatment or have a successful transplant. And obviously, our hope for every single child is that they go on to lead a somewhat normal life. Um, but that a wish is really just help, there to help them get through um, probably the hardest thing that they'll ever have to go through. Um, so our volunteers have a really amazing job. Um, but for those who maybe aren't interested in volunteering, there's still other ways to get involved. Obviously, you know, it takes, it takes funds to grant these wishes. Um, and I know you, you mentioned the national organization. I think sometimes people only think of Make-A-Wish as a national organization, and they don't always realize that as the Wyoming chapter, we are our own 501c3. Um, we have our own board of directors, and we're responsible for raising the funds to grant Wyoming wishes. And so, you know, when you make a donation to Make-A-Wish Wyoming, those dollars stay in Wyoming to grant, you know, to help grant these 42 wishes that we have in progress right now. Um, and so, again, that's a huge way to be involved. Um, you know, it, it's a little tricky sometimes fundraising in a, a state that's as spread out as Wyoming. Um, but again, I think people, it's not always spread of mind for people. Um because it's such a big state too. So that's a really huge way to help. Um, People can also donate their airline miles. So if you have airline miles that um, you're not going to use, you can donate them to Make-A-Wish Wyoming specifically again. And we could use over 6 million airline miles every year just to grant travel wishes. Um, And we don't tend to have people donate a lot of airline miles to us. Again, I think it's just not front of mind. They don't realize that they can even do that. Um, but it's a really simple process to go online and, and donate your airline miles. So I would always encourage people to do that as well. 
Um, and then we also have our Kids for Wish Kids program, which I know I mentioned a little bit earlier on. Um, but Sheridan High School is a participant in our Kids for Wish Kids program. And I was just chatting with Gretchen. Um, I know they're on spring break this week, but um, she was telling me that they are going to do a Witch Week fundraiser coming up in April, um, the 17th through the 21st. And so they're going to be raising funds to help grant wishes. And so for the community to partner with them as well, um, would be really wonderful. I think the Kids for Wish Kids program is a neat way for high school students to learn about philanthropy at such a young age and learn about giving back and the impact that they can have, um, especially in their own community. You know, like we said, there's there's kids in Sheridan right now whose wishes we're working to grant, and those funds will, will be a big piece of that for sure. And then really the last thing is just helping us spread awareness, um, you know, whether we talked about a lot of misconceptions already as far as the terminal illnesses and being a national organization versus a local organization. And, you know, even as simple as sharing something that we post on Facebook uh, with your network, you know, helps us spread the word that much more. And um, so we're always looking for people who want to help in that way as well. Now, Morgan, real quick, would you give me your uh, web address just one more time? So if someone's out there and they're, yes. they'd like to learn more, where do they go? It's wyoming.wish.org. Morgan, I know you've heard this before, but you and your organization serve our most important clients, and uh, you and your team deserve admiration, and, and you certainly have mine. Thank you for everything that you do, and thank you for coming on the show this morning and speaking with us about it. Well, thank you for having me, and just a thank you to the thousands of people across the state who've made these 700 wishes possible. We couldn't have done it without them, and you know we look forward to partnering with even more people to grant the next 700 wishes. It takes a team to make a wish come true. All right, when we come back, we'll talk with Habitat for Humanity of the Eastern Bighorns Restore. This is Public Pulse on 930 KROE at 103.9 FM, Sheridan. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, the Sheridan County Justice Office will be receiving these funds for her random drawing. Could your organization be next? We're giving $1,000 to a qualified nonprofit organization every week. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment, member FDIC. A great meal that benefits a great cause. The Knights of Columbus Lenten Fish Fry Dinner, 4.30 to 6.30 p.m. this Friday, March 31st at 301 East Brundage in Sheridan. Tickets are $12 a person, $50 for a family of five or more. Dine in or take it out. Proceeds benefit the Holy Name Catholic School Tuition Assistance Fund. For shut-in delivery, call 672-0936. The Knights of Columbus Fish Fry Dinner this Friday at Rodolini Hall, where the Knights of Columbus meet. Have you driven by the lot of Waring Sheridan Chevrolet? The change in ownership has opened up a flood of new and used inventory. Waring Chevrolet is busting at the seams in new and used cars, trucks, SUVs of all makes and models. Inventory is back on the lot and arriving weekly. Best of all, same great sales, service, parts, and body shop team is there. New ownership, same great team. Unbelievable inventory. Wearing Sheridan Chevrolet. 107 East Alger, open Monday through Friday, 7.30 to 5.30, Saturdays till 4. Have you been online to the Sheridan Commercial Company office supply website? Hi, Kurt Smith here for the Sheridan Commercial Company. SheridanCommercial.com will allow you to explore and compare prices with other national brands. We offer delivery or in-store pickup. Over 41,000 items are available by going online at SheridanCommercial.com. That's SheridanCommercial.com. Plus, we carry a line of supplies in our store for your everyday needs. The Sheridan Commercial Company, Office Supply Department at 303 Broadway. Open seven days a week. It's the final week of Moss Holder's Bedroom Sale. For just a few more days, save on every bed, dresser, chest, and nightstand. Choose from solid wood sets, perfect for a master bedroom, or find a less expensive option, ideal for a child's room or a rarely used guest bedroom. In stock or special order, every bedroom purchase receives a discount at Moss Holder's. Whether you need a twin size, a king size, or just additional bedroom storage, now's the perfect time to shop. That's Moss Holder's Bedroom Sale, ending this Saturday. Moss Holder's, furniture is our passion. 
The 67th Army Band, Wyoming Zone, invites you and your family to a great evening of music Tuesday, April 4th, 7.30 p.m. in the Whitney Center for the Arts. This family-friendly event is free and open to the public and celebrates the spirit of America's favorite hit tunes. So put it on your calendar. The 67th Army Band, Wyoming Zone, 7.30 p.m. Tuesday, April 4th at Sheridan College's Whitney Center for the Arts. Sponsored in part by your friends at Sheridan Media. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, proudly brought to you by our friends out there at First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting. For the second part of our show this morning, I am joined by the manager of the Habitat for Humanity Restore, Brad Howard, and Resource and Development Coordinator, Dan Alsop. Good morning, gentlemen, and welcome to the show. Good morning, Floyd. Now, Good morning. Uh, Dan, uh, uh, welcome back. And and uh, and and Brad, I want to welcome you to the show. Thank you. Uh, just before we got on, I learned that uh, this is Brad's one year anniversary with Habitat. That's amazing. It, it is. Uh, no diapers on, but I am one year old. So. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Here we go. <laughs> and it's a great organization to work for. Dan, how are things going uh, with Habitat? It's been a long winter, my friend. Boy, it has been. It's been a it's been a tough one. Fifty uh, year event, I think. Um, but uh, yeah, there we're still working. We had some homes dried in that we're getting finished. We have uh, one. We you know we have some home dedications coming up here, and you know, and within the month or two, and we've got uh, one that's framed. We're getting the roof on. Uh, that'll be dried in, and we've got an AmeriCorps team coming in to help get that done. And then we're we've got four foundations. We got to pour and uh, hopefully have a really good build season. So we have right now six six families that we're, we're partnering with to build houses. That's fantastic. Cause yeah. you guys, you guys build year round. This is a constant thing. It's always going, isn't it? Yeah. Year round. They, they've been working, working all winter and they go inside when they can. And, and, you know, when the weather's bad and do what they can when it's, when it's not, they've shoveled a lot of snow this year. <laughs> I so, uh, so yeah, they've, they've got their fair share of that. They were, they were doing that yesterday when I was out on one of the sites. Now, uh, switching gears, Brad, uh, you've been with them for a year, uh, and and you you told me before the show you just kind of got into it, kind of fell into the. That that's absolutely right. Uh, I've worked there for the past year. I've done just about every job on the restore side of things, which is kind of its own animal uh, as a part of Habitat for Humanity. What we do is we we sell uh, gently used goods. Uh, to the public to raise money for Habitat's building programs. So all of our money goes towards building housing in Sheridan County. Um, there's no downside to it. Uh, you know, some jobs you wonder about, well, well you know, is it, what's my contribution versus what are the costs to society if I'm selling, you know, radioactive waste or something. But there's, <laughs> there's no downside to the, to the restore. It's all positive. It's all good. It all benefits the community. And now, how long have you been the manager of the restore? Uh, less than two months. Less so than this two is, months. This is a brand new role for me. It's learning. Uh, I am really excited about the direction the restore is going in at our new location, which is 44 Fort Road, if anyone was wondering. Now, when we uh, move into a new position, did they offer it to you, or was this one of those things where the old manager left and you just kind of, you uh, were appointed? I was appointed. That, that's exactly right. I was appointed, and, and here I am. So I'm still learning the ropes, um, but as I said earlier, I have done every job in that store, whether officially or unofficially. So I've got a pretty good handle on it, I think. Yeah. Uh, and certainly uh, at our new location, our business has, has been very good, um, despite the bad weather that we had, despite you know having moved, despite having been closed for three months in the fall when we thought we'd be closed for one. So oh, I yeah. can't complain. Now, remind us again why we ended up having to be close for so long. Well, we switched location. We were located at at our old location. I don't even want to say where that was, but it it was near downtown. And then we purchased a building, which was the old Prill Brothers building at 44 Fort Road, right off of Main Street between Main and Val Val Vista? The other road. <laughs> so if, if you want to get there, you go from Main Street, take a left from downtown like you're going to the, to the VA hospital, slam on your brakes, and, and you're there. Uh, but we did acquire that building, which merged the admin, which is a, a different location formerly, and the restore retail operations into one, one location, one building. Does it... I know this kind of sounds like a, a gimme question, but I imagine that makes things pretty 
easy compared to the way operations used to be separated the way that you it, were. It is. It, it's we're all under one roof. Instead of admin being in a different location, they're right down the hall. So we all have access to each other. Uh, we're one big happy family now. Wow, that's fantastic to hear. Now, uh, what are what are the types of things that someone can buy at the ReStore if, if I head down there? Okay, primarily uh, the things we sell the most of every week are furniture. And then it's typically in the past, the top three have been furniture, appliances, and cabinets. Uh, the ones other than furniture have tended to vary a little bit over the past month or so. So, for example, uh, the past week, our second number one or, or number two selling category was yard and garden. I wonder why. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we've had tools have been a second. Um, but cabinets typically uh, are in the top three and then appliances. A lot of what we sell is dependent on what our inventory is. Something that's happened at our new location is we've had uh, intentionally lower prices, which means our inventory doesn't stick around as much. So we, we're kind of... Um, we're in a, a constant uh, forever drive. A for furniture. For, we, need, we need your furniture, your gently used appliances. We need tools. We need yard and garden supplies. And uh, there's no catch to what I'm about to say. We will come pick them up. Uh, we will come to your location. We'll load up your appliances. We'll load up that old couch. Yeah, if it's in sellable condition, right. of course. And then we'll take it back. And there's a, uh, we can give you a receipt. We're a 501c3. So all contributions to us are tax deductible to the extent allowed by law. That is obviously between you and your accountant, but uh, we do have that option. Now, Brad, what is what is the the vetting process that you go through for a lot of this uh, merchandise? Uh, a, a couch comes in, you don't know where it came from. Yeah. It's just kind of it's <laughs> yeah, just kind of no, there. No, where right? that couch is. Right. Well, so, we do the the thing is we say gently used, and then we 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 take stuff in. There is a process. Everything is cleaned. Everything is examined to make sure that it's, it's in one piece or that it's workable. Um, if it's furniture, like for example, a dining room table or an end table or dresser or something, we would do minor repairs for functionality or aesthetics. If it's something like a chair that comes in that's broken, uh, we're not going to sell that. We're not going to fix it for safety reasons. Um, there are certain things we don't accept, and we have a list of that, those available, and it's also it's on our, uh, our door when you come up. So we're not accepting you know, flammable liquids, uh, lead-based paint, you know, things that are dangerous. Waste. Yeah, Radioactive right. waste. We're not, there's a downside to that. We're not taking that. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, we do go through things. We make sure that they are, are suitable uh, for resale. And then we sell them at a price designed to move, um, which brings me to a, a point. We have three uh, major goals or, or missions, I guess, with a restore. Number one is to raise money for building homes in Sheridan County. Number two is to reduce waste going into the landfill. So we're, re we're having a secondary market for things that might have been thrown away. And number three is to provide a source, a, a, a way for families of modest means to afford things that would not necessarily be able to buy otherwise. So things don't last long for that reason. One, raising the money, and three, uh, providing an opportunity for people to purchase things. is They're kind of in balance, yeah. and, and so that's why things move quickly. It now, when it comes to individuals shopping at the store, you don't have to be like a, a partner with Habitat for Humanity. Anyone can Absolutely shop anybody. Anybody's welcome, unless they're radioactive, right? <laughs> <laughs> I know anybody's welcome. We are open to the public. We're open Tuesday through Saturday. Uh, we open at 9. We close at 5. Um, but, yeah, anyone's welcome. Everyone's welcome. Uh, you don't have to be affiliated with – you don't have to be a homeowner or affiliated with the projects at all. Now – when it comes to these items, the majority of these things are coming from right here in Sheridan. Absolutely. Well, uh, right here in this area. So we do pickups in Dayton. We do pickups in Buffalo. Uh, last summer, I went on a day trip to, um, where did I go? Gillette. Gillette, thank you. Yeah. Oh, wow. We went all the way to, there to get a truckload of cabinets. And, and we'll do that if it makes sense. Um, so these cabinets were like new. Uh, we were able to sell them at more than it cost to send two people over to Gillette for the day. Well, uh, wow, that's that's quite a distance. I mean, the, that's we we do that for pickups. Now there is a delivery charge. It, let's say you came and you bought a, a a dining room set or something. You just had a small truck or car and it wouldn't fit in there. We do charge thirty dollars in town and forty dollars to outlying areas like Dayton, for example, or or Story. So if I'm out at Ranchester and I'm remodeling my home and I'm I don't need these doors. I got new doors. These ones uh, they're they're workable. They're they're perfectly fine. I just give you a ring. You give us a call. We'll come get them. Again, subject to are they functional? Yeah. And then, of course, do we need them? So if we have 
you know, 18 doors already that are just like yours. We may not be able to take them at that time. However, in our larger location, that's not as much of an issue as it was at our smaller previous location. So with this larger location, uh, pretty much everything that's on the floor is is what's available. Uh, exactly. So you don't have any back room or... or... We, we don't have a, a secret storage area anywhere else. Uh, what we do, we do have an, a, a garage area that we, just mostly our construction guys, but they were very generous and gave us one bay to use. <laughs> no, it really was. Yeah, we we yeah. weren't expecting any of that. Um, so we are able to uh, move things that have been sold. Let's say it's a Saturday and Someone comes in, they buy a, you know, a bunch of furniture, and they're not going to be able to pick it up till Tuesday. Well, we can move it off the showroom floor into that section to free up that space. Now, uh, tell me about the Home is the Key campaign. What is this campaign? Uh, Home is the Key is a national fundraising uh, program in the month of April. When I say national, it's Habitat for Humanity nationwide. Uh, is raising money for the building programs. What we're doing here is we are... Uh, we've got a, a raffle coming up, and we'll, I'll read you who's going to be in, participating in that in just a minute. Uh, it is sponsored locally by the Rotary Foundation. They have really stepped up with a huge contribution oh, wow. uh, to, to really get this thing going. What we'll be doing throughout the month is offering things for sale, of course, like we always do, but we'll have keys that people can purchase. A $1 key, a $5 key, it's a little paper key you put your name on, and it's something to have. You put that on the wall of fame we're going to have and then if you want to make a $20 contribution, that gets you a key, and it also gets you a raffle ticket. Um, so what are we raffling? I uh, happen to have a list here. We have, <laughs> we have some very generous sponsors uh, in town here, and I'll just read this in no particular order. Uh, the Powderhorn, Cabin Creek Rentals, Blowdorn Lumber, Bighorn Mountain Acupuncture, Alpine Climate Control, McGraw's Paws, Sheridan Commercial Company, 45th Parallel, and livingonadime.com. They have all... Uh, given us uh, either uh, time in their rentals or a gift certificate or something in kind that we're going to be drawing for the raffle tickets to win these prizes on our customer appreciation barbecue of the last Saturday of April. Wow, that's fantastic. So we have until the end of April to get all these tickets or our keys. You get your keys. The, the uh, raffle tickets are somewhat separate. We will be selling those out in the community or in the store Um so those would be separate. If you just want to buy a key to contribute a dollar or $5 or something, that gets you a key. But if you step up to the $20 key, you get that key. You also get a raffle ticket. So raffle tickets will be $20 each. And all of these funds go right back into Habitat for Humanity. 100% stays stay in the community. right here. It stays here in Sheridan County, and the money goes towards our construction projects for building homes in right here in Sheridan County. And correct me if I'm wrong, Dan, I believe we have six... Uh, that are six projects that are underway right yeah, now, correct? six currently under construction. Currently six or, in uh, the works. Six families approved that we're working with to build homes. And Dan, have you seen the stack of individuals who are waiting on approval? Is there a lot? There are, I believe, five on the wait list that are approved. Just we're, We just have to get the, the lots and the homes ready, but we have five on the wait list. Now, when it comes to... Uh, individuals that are actually boots on the ground out there building the homes how how many individuals does habitat kind of i mean would you say employ you have individuals yeah. that you employ right yeah well, the construction crew we have uh four people a supervisor and then three uh full-time that that work and then just over probably 400 volunteers through the course wow. of the year that come in and the the college uh College um, construction program, that's their lab. They go out uh, two or three days. I think, what's today, Thursday? They'll be out there for a half a day. And that's kind of their lab is to work on the homes and learn, you know, get some hands-on experience. So, Oh, what a fantastic a partnership. we have with the college. Wow, how long has that been going on? Oh, for as long as I can remember. For I mean, uh, for a long time. It uh, gives them hands-on experience yeah. out there. And... They're con they're contributing to something that uh, changes people's lives. Oh yeah, no, it's it's just a great, just a great partnership. What a fantastic way yeah. to get things done. Now, if someone out there is is listening, and can they volunteer absolutely. at the store? They they absolutely can. In fact, we have several volunteers right now uh, that come in. Uh, some of them are one days a week. Some of them are four days a week. I believe one of them is sometimes five days a week. Um, that help with our operations, our retail operations, whether that's uh, receiving merchandise, uh, cleaning it, setting it out on the floor, 
um, there's a, a variety of jobs that people can do if they want to just donate their time. Give give some uh, uh, time to a great organization, and you don't have to be the one up there maybe throwing a frame up or laying down some concrete. You can just go down and do, like, simple janitorial work you, you at the can, least. Yeah, you, know, you can, can uh, clean furniture. You can... Um, uh, you know, dust stuff <laughs> around the shop. You can uh, be out on the floor and help people find stuff. It, it, there's a variety of things that, that can be done um, for any, anyone who wants to volunteer. We will definitely put you to work. Absolutely. Now, now, real quick, Brad, give me that address of that, where the restore is right now. 44 Fort Road. So don't drop any other uh, donation items off at the old building, folks. They no longer own that. You're going to have to take your donations down to 44 Fort Road between 9 and probably about 430. Uh, Donations have to be accepted and checked in. So, I mean, don't leave stuff outside the gate when we're closed. That that doesn't count. No. (laughs) Yeah, and I imagine it would probably start piling up after Uh, a little while. Yeah, we strongly discourage that. Now, Dan, Brad, I want to thank you both for coming on and speaking with us this morning. It's greatly appreciated. You guys work for one of the greatest organizations that we have in this nation. Thank you. Well, thanks a lot, Floyd. And I did want to mention we do have a black tooth bingo coming up on the 12th. Okay. If uh, you want to learn more about Habitat, and uh, we'll have raffle tickets there. And You'll be selling some keys down at that. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. fantastic. But April 12th, Black Tooth. Wednesday, April 12th, yeah. All right. Thank you so much for coming on this morning. You've been listening Thanks, to Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Shared it. Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 in a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, the Sheridan County Justice Office will be receiving these funds for her random drawing. Could your organization be next? We're giving $1,000 to a qualified nonprofit organization every week. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment. Member FDIC. Hi, this is Guy Cameron, Compliance Director for Cowboy Skill Games. This April, Cowboy Skill is expanding their Wyoming locations, allowing for additional revenue to help support our local businesses. Cowboy Skill is proud to be a Wyoming-based company and has earned the gold standard of compliance. To find out more about adding the highest earning skill games to your business and keeping our tax dollars in Wyoming, log on to CowboySkillGames.com. That's CowboySkillGames.com. Our paint department is stocked up and ready to go. Hi, Kurt Smith here for the Sheridan Commercial Company. We're excited to help you with your next painting project. We have added the PPG line of paints along with our True Value paint line. This allows you so many new and exciting options for your next project. Whether you need help with customized color matching or choosing the right product, we're here to help. Great paint, great store. The Sheridan Commercial Company at 303 Broadway. Open seven days a week. You bagged your trophy elk. Now imagine having its ivory handcrafted into the perfect piece of jewelry. At Legacy Diamond and Gems, their in-house jewelers can take your memory of the big hunt and preserve it into fine pieces of jewelry to last generations. Using your imagination, the skilled jewelers at Legacy Diamond and Gems can create something truly exceptional. Visit them at 11 North Main Street or online at LegacyDiamondGems.com. Hurry in now. You know, there's a lot of different kinds of springs. There's the kind that you wind up tighter than two coats of paint. There's the ones you pull apart and they spring back, and there's the kind you push together and they bounce back. And there's the kind of spring that is time to get your four-by-four side-by-side tuned up for the year. Just call Handos and Joe will spring into action. Heck, he'll even come and get it. Tune it up, fix it up, even rev it up. Four-by-four spring tune-ups at Handos Service Center on Sheridan's Heartland Drive. Hello, I am Gomez. Hello, I'm Morticia. Hi, I'm Wednesday. We invite you to the Bighorn High School musical production of The Adams Family, April 7th through April 14th at Bighorn High School. Tickets can be purchased at bighorndrama.com or at the door. 
please come and enjoy America's kookiest family on a family-friendly wild ride as they attempt to be normal for one night. We, we hope to see you at the show. Presented by A-Plus Services and First Northern Bank. From the Wyoming Corporate Office Studio on 103.9 FM and News Talk 930. K-R-O.